Hi, I'm Dr. Sean. Welcome to No Mask, No Cape, the podcast that shares tips and techniques to help you learn how to rest, restore, renew, and refill. You're listening, so congratulations. Let your healing journey begin. Welcome back. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Sean. For those of you who celebrate Christmas, Merry, Merry, y'all. So welcome to No Mask, No Cape, the podcast that puts the icing on your cake. That one probably will not last because I'm sure I'm going to get pushback about, you know, what if I don't like cake? What if I'm a pie eater? Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so today I would like to talk about you being okay, just as you are. There is a, um, a counseling theory called transactional analysis, which was really one of the popular taglines from that was, I'm okay, you're okay. I'm okay, make sure you're okay, no matter how long it takes, make sure that you're that up it's ta um and the pot the book actually i think was i'm okay you're okay um but in part transactional analysis you know and uh seeks to help us understand that at how we show up for people how we show up in relationships etc but what i want to talk about in relation to this for christmas is uh, as i was reflecting on this day and and how for some of us um, you know, it can be a day of uh, great joy and anticipation as we watch the little ones, you know, if rip open stuff that you stayed up till 3 a.m. putting together, you know, trikes and dollhouses and whatever. Maybe you actually went out and got a pony and you had to hide it overnight and that was stressful. And so now the pony reveal happens. It's a pony. And you've done all this stuff and now it's, you know, 6 a.m. Well, Again, apparently I'm just sharing with you my life story, <laughs> um, but I, we stayed up late preparing and then, you know, the kids would wake up at typically around 5, 530. Um, and even when we said, no, it has to be a certain time. Yeah, there's really no holding back kind of the joy and the excitement of the youths. Did you say youths? Yeah, two youths. What is a ute? So the kids would wake up and be so excited, and my husband and I would just be like, yes, we're so excited, too. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yay, we're all excited. And go downstairs. Of course, the coffee had been pre-programmed at that point. I was not using a percolator. So go downstairs, you know, get that going. Um, throw the cinnamon rolls in the oven that had already been made the night before. When I'm telling you all I used to do the most, I'm telling you. I used to do the most so that those would be ready for our, you know, after opening snack and all the excitement, the kids would be whatever, and it would be great. We'd open stuff and, um, you know, it'd be a a great family time. But I also want to honor that for some of us on this day, as our lives have shifted, as kids get older, or perhaps we don't have children, (coughs) perhaps we won't be able to see our children this holiday perhaps we won't be able to see our parents as our lives have shifted you know sometimes you know this day is kind of mixed you know it becomes a a wonderful celebratory day but it also can become a day where we 
are reminded of losses. It also can become a day when we are challenged by family dynamics. And so I do want to honor that this day has a lot of different um, mm, feelings and emotions for different people. But the reason why I wanted to go back to TA or talk about I'm okay, you're okay, is because as you're navigating this day, whatever it is for you, right? Maybe it's a glorious, glorious day and you did get that new car with the red ribbon on it. What? And if you did, please call me up. I'd like to take a ride. Um, but maybe you didn't. And again, you know, maybe you're somewhere working third shift and you're like, I just need this day to pass. You know, maybe this is your first holiday without your loved one. And you're trying to balance grief with the world's push that we have extreme joy. And so on this day, you know, reminding yourself that I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. Everything is okay. I'm okay. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Now, this isn't a lie because I, a brain will not accept that. But what I'm asking you to do is to embrace, you know, the power of each moment to become a little more mindful and to talk yourself through, you know, this day, these 24 hours, to talk yourself through it moment by moment. Because really the moment that we're in is the only moment we have some certainty about what's going on, right? So if you tell yourself in this moment, in this moment I'm okay, <laughs> in this moment I'm peaceful, in this moment, I'm loved and lovable. That can help the moments pass. The other thing that I'd like to encourage you to do is to tap into your feelings. So let's say you are feeling some grief when everyone is, you know, saying, hey, have a great holiday. Hey, wonderful. Hey, you know, part of that I think is problematic during the season because why don't we have that kind of spirit year round? These are the things I find a little bit uh, troubling. Like, don't, don't hold the door for me on Christmas Day if you're not going to hold it also for me on March 11th. Like, you know, just be consistent. Be who you are. But if you find yourself feeling like, oh, I have so much grief and everyone else wants me to feel joy or this just feels out of place, I want you to let that narrative go. And instead, as you're going through this day, moment by moment, allow yourself to feel. Feel what you need to feel. Also acknowledge where that feeling is in your body. Do I feel sadness? Where is that resonating? Do I feel grief? And where is that? Oh, I feel joy. And where is that living? Just allow yourself to go through. Now, I know some of you might think be thinking this is a lot of work, but I'm going to tell you a little secret. The fact that we do so many things on autopilot, which is, again, why I went into hypnotherapy, right? The fact that we do so many things on autopilot really is a attempt on our part to not have to tap in and tune in to things that maybe we're not, uh, we perceive we're not ready to deal with. So, yeah, is it a little more work? It is. And let me tell you why. When you're on autopilot, this is like you just going down a road that has already been built. You know the way to go. You know how to get there. You've done it like 150 times. You can literally put the car on cruise control. 
that's kind of how our brains work, right? You know one of the things we do on autopilot now? I give you a hint. It begins with a W and it ends with walking. Walking. We walk on autopilot. You don't think about getting up to walk. When you get up, you but you are saying, you know, you're going to walk or I guess you'll fall. You really Anyway, my humor is going sideways. Let me come back. So when you get up to walk, you know, you walk. It's an automatic thing that you do now. But it wasn't always. So the things that I'm asking you to do that feel like, man, that's going to take a lot of, like, you know, intention and, and attention. Yeah, it is. But if you've been around a small child, you've seen them trying to walk. Like, it's not, they don't get up and just walk. They actually practice. They cruise for a while. They walk two steps, they fall. They, you know, walk 10 steps, they wipe out. They walk 20 steps and everyone, you know, is so excited and starts yelling. They get scared and plop on their butt. I've seen that happen a hundred times, right? We're like, oh my gosh, they're walking. And the kid's like, oh, what's, what am I doing? And they, because they stop thinking about what they're doing, they fall. They, you know, they just fall right back down on their bum bum. So initially, we had to create this neural pathway around walking, and then it became an automatic thing that we do. So any change that you're trying to make that might feel like, wow, this is a lot of work. i got to get up and do this. And she wants me to think, and then she wants me to breathe, and she wants to touch into my feelings, and she wants me to acknowledge. If you do it enough, it'll become an automatic thing for you. It'll become that when you wake up in the morning, you say, okay, all right, how am I feeling? What's going on? Let me touch base with my body and let me see where I'm at. Let me just get an idea. And that'll happen so regularly that you'll start to feel like, you know, it's something that you, you know, automatically do. I'm a big proponent of this touching base, this mind with your body. Again, because we've spent a lot of time uh, living and honoring the disconnect right? When I really believe that everything that we want is in the connection of those. Your healing is in the connection of those. Your joy is in the connection of those. Your peace is in the connection of those. All of everything is us remembering that our mind and our body are not disconnected. So as you go through this day or any day, right, and you're starting to feel I don't know, for lack of a better term, some type of way, just allow yourself to kind of go with it. So if this this holiday day you want to feel extreme joy, I want you to literally giggle all day if you want to. And you might be like, why are you so happy? You're like, why not? I, I feel joy. If you want to feel joy tomorrow, I say go for that as well. And the next day, go for it. And the next day, go for it. If you feel after the fourth day, please call me up because that would be not. No, it's fine. If you feel joy every day, that's fine. Um, but remember, we don't live in one emotional state always. That's when things become problematic. So you're going to you might dip down and feel some sadness. You might dip down and notice I'm saying down because those are lower vibrational feelings. So you might dip down and feel some guilt. You might dip down and feel some shame. And I don't want you to ignore that it's there. I want you to honor that it's there, feel it, and then let it pass. Remember, um, I might have said a quote before, but I have several favorite ones, But and this is one of them, right? Let your thoughts come and go, just don't serve them tea. 
So when we're talking about emotions, it's, you know, if you have an emotion that floats in your mind around, like, why do I feel guilt around this thing? You can have that thought and that's fine. But while you're having that thought, I want you to, you know, get up, open that back door and let it float on out. Oftentimes what we do, a thought comes in and we literally (laughs) close the doors, we close the windows, we pull the curtains down, we, you know, and we sit down and we not only invite it for tea, we start cooking it, you know, I don't know what you have with tea actually, because I'm not a big tea drinker, but anyway, we start making it a whole meal, right? So I would offer mine's coffee and, you know, uh, maybe coffee cake. Um, by the time this airs, so I will be probably living that hashtag sugar-free life. So that's another, it's another story we're talking about. So anyway, so on this day, just be reminded that you're okay, that whatever it is that you're feeling, that you can feel it, that you can honor it, um, that it is part of who you are, but it doesn't have to be who you are. One of the ways that we can do this as well is through mirror work. If you have a, um, well, if you don't have one, then I'm asking you very nicely, but also very assertively to get one, get a dry erase marker on your mirror in your house somewhere, preferably a bathroom mirror, but any mirrors that you have, you know, I would like you to write a positive affirmation on your mirror. Now, the thing about the dry erase marker is it'll come right off. So you don't have to, you know, Hey, don't use a permanent marker. Look at the marker before you write. I am not liable for anything that happens uh, because you did not look at the details. But a dry erase marker, if you write on a mirror, it'll come off. So write yourself an affirmation that you need to see or, or hear or to say. But also with mirror work, what we're doing is seeing ourselves, A lot of what I work with around people um, is this notion of people want to be seen and not want to be seen, you know, like in a uh, unhealthy way. We want to be acknowledged, right? We want someone to acknowledge our pain. We want someone to acknowledge our whatever. We want to be seen. And especially when we talk about groups that have historically been marginalized, you know, women, women of color, etc. really are searching for um, opportunities and spaces in which to be seen or to, to feel seen. Uh, one of the ways we can start this though is we can see ourselves. We can look, you know, we can look in the mirror, look in your eyes and tell yourself, I love you just the way you are. Now I'd like you to practice that for a week. I love you just the way you are. Just all you have to do is look in the mirror. You can do this, you know, if you have a car, look in your little rear view uh, doohickey or the one that, that's not a rear view doohickey. Um, it's the one that comes down from your visor. That's what it's called. You can, you can do that one. Um, if you are a person who carries a pocket mirror, I am not that person. Um, you can do that. You can pop in the bathroom at work. You can go to the bathroom at home. Anytime you see yourself, I want you to actually see yourself. But the thought that I want you to have and the words that I want you to speak to yourself are, I love you just the way you are. A lot of times we will see ourselves and we'll catch that glimpse and we'll do a quick critique, even before we even know it. And here's the thing about our brain and our bodies and how they react. 
your brain believes everything you tell it. So if you start saying, you know, like, oh, look at you, you're so whatever, you're, is that a bags under your eyes or that whatever, you know, you should do this, your hair looks like crap. Like you're going to start to only acknowledge yourself from a surface level and in a lot of ways that typically aren't very flattering. Let that go. Because whether I see you with your hair looking all askew, we'll say, or if your hair is perfectly coiffed, whether you have on glasses or contacts, you know, whether you're wearing sweats or an evening gown, like boo, you're the same you. Right? Love yourself as you show up. And that process will start with you. So on this day where we typically are focusing on family and friends, where we have perhaps sought endlessly to find the quote-unquote perfect gift, on this day where you finally get to see, oh, I hope they like it, oh, I hope it's exactly what they wanted, I want you to give you the gift of you. Honor yourself first. Take a moment, pause, even those who are still in the trenches with these small children, and let me tell you, I feel for you, boo, but even those who are still in the trenches, pause for a minute. Just run really, really quickly, hop into a space, look in the mirror, say, I love you, look in your eyes and say it. Pop on out of there, you can get back to the gang. Enjoy this day. You know, Enjoy this time of year. But more importantly, enjoy you and enjoy your life. This is it. This is the ride, people. We are on the ride of our life. Let's strap in. Let's go. You ready? I'm assuming that's a yes. I didn't technically hear a response because, again, this is not a dialogue, which I really feel like maybe I need dialogue in my life. What's that about? Hmm. All right. Anyway, I digress. So that's all I have for today. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day, whatever that looks like for you. Remember to live it moment by moment. Remember you're okay. And remember, love yourself as I love you. For more information, to follow up with me, yada, yada, you can follow me on the social media at drshawnricks.com or you can visit my website, www.drshawnricks.com. So this week I'm going to end, since it is Christmas Day, I do want to honor um, some ancestors who have gone before and who are always with me. Uh, I'd like to uh, honor my mother-in-law, Aloy Ricks, and I'd like to honor my uh, grandmother, Ruby Lee, and my grandmother who recently passed at the age of 96, Muriel Jordan and Pop Pop Jordan. And I'd like to uh, honor my grandfather, uh, Grandpa John, John Willie Moore. And so this was his favorite song um, that he loved, 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 loved this song. And so I just wanted to share a little piece of them and of him with you. As always, be well and choose you. Bye. Twas the night before Christmas. Creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind, I want you to be free. Ooh, for all of my friends, Ooh, 
is for educational purposes only and is not designed to replace counseling. If you feel you need additional help on your journey, please seek the services of a licensed professional. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are those of the contributors and not those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of Dr. Sean Ricks.